Making their way to the ring, it's the tag team champions, Matt Cohen and Max Landis, Every Angle. Fucking Chris Hardwick. It's 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 so yeah, interesting. Thank you, Chris. It's, Fucking Chris, best guy ever. Well, it's interesting because it's like a wrestling podcast, and you look at the internet talking about wrestling, and it's so much negativity. And, Which and is what we're not about so, here, well, man. We're, yeah, well, we it's, love it's the Chris is the nicest guy ever. So one of the sort of modus operandi's of this show is sort of a look at wrestling minus true cynicism and saying people suck because we don't need to do it. Well, it's also, there are plenty of places on the internet to find out that things suck. Where do you get recommendations? Where do you, where do you hear where do you celebration? Hear, where do you hear discussion uh, and celebration of things? I don't think you'd. You where do. do where do you hear cool interviews? Where do you hear up to date news and rumors? You hear it right here on the first ever episode of Every Angle. I'm Matt Cohen and I'm Max Landis, apparently. And we're doing a wrestling podcast. Yeah, we're doing a wrestling podcast, which, which is pretty awesome because the only thing I want in life is to talk to people about wrestling, and, and it's I, so hard to find them. Absolutely, you always it's it's like I think it's a, probably a lot like being gay in a small town in the Midwest, Makes sense. where you're yeah. like hunting out other people. Who are gay like you, and and you're like you, you know like that. I a week ago I casually referenced the Shield in a in a development meeting, and I saw the assistant like look up. I he gave me the look. The the I'm gay too. I, was, I know what the Shield is. Let's get double uh double super geeky. I was at an anime toy store the other day, and there was a gentleman <laughs> with a uh, a Daniel Bryant T-shirt, and I walked up to him and I was like, Team Hell No, and yeah. gave, went to give him a high five, and he was so freaked out. <laughs> That another person, A, made him as a wrestling fan and was, like, engaging him, but then he gave me a high five. Well, it's, I never wear the shirts in public because none, of the, shirts, none of the shirts are cool enough. The only shirts Oh, the that DX are cool. shirts back in the day, dude. When I was the in sixth grade. The ones that just have the symbol. Yes, when I was in sixth grade, all you saw was a DX shirt, a leather jacket, and a pair of fucking sunglasses. And you sound like the dorkiest I kid the, I've ever heard of. No, yeah, and that made the dorkiest 14-year-old ever. I, I, um, I love that. Let's I, get, I love that image of you. I, 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 I actually... The Dolph Ziggler shirts aren't bad. They're pretty cool. There's a couple. It's like cool LMFAO. Right now. Yeah. It's, it's just that the the wrestling shirts always have stuff on the back. There's a really cool CM Punk shirt designed by Jill Dorian, who is the artist on Beast of uh, Burden, a comic book. No way. Yeah. Well, two of Punk's shirts have now been designed by uh, comic book artists because Punk's a huge. No, he's a he's huge not. wrestling uh, wrestling fan. He's a huge wrestling. He's also fan a huge too. wrestling fan. Uh, let's get before we get into our. He also likes music. Before we get into our weekly report here, uh, why don't we give a little bit of background about how we got into wrestling and and what our level of, of, of knowledge is. Um, I am a bit of an odd case because I did not watch it as a young kid. I'm I'm 28 right now. So the first ever wrestling match I saw was Survivor Series 98, I believe. And it was The Rock winning it all. Uh, so what got me into wrestling was single-handedly The Rock. In, like, right before he went fucking massive. And I was a fan, like a giant fan, throughout the course of what's now known as the Attitude Era, very cutely enough. And then I just stopped watching wrestling for about... Almost about a decade, I'd say. Yeah, and then you started again with me. And then about a year ago, yeah. I, I forget what pay-per-view it was or if it was just a Raw, but I came over to Max's one night and I realized he watched wrestling. And I had, I had given it a couple shots over the years and been like, I don't know who John Cena is, nor, yeah. do, I, nor do I want to find out. And uh, 
I gave it another chance, and I'm as hooked as I was uh, back in the Attitude Era. And it, it, it's interesting because wrestling is something you watch alone that then becomes social, and you share opinions on it. Uh, I, you know, my turn. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was 15. Again, I didn't watch as a little kid. And I had the toys, oddly enough, though, as a little kid. Like the rubbery Hulk Hogan Macho Man <laughs> things. I didn't know who the fuck they were. I also you had, just had shirtless yeah. man toys? Oh, yeah. I also these, had human toys. These are my toys. shirtless men. I think my parents saw toys for little kids and were just like, Fur, this works. No Power Rangers. Get him someone with less clothes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I, uh, I was... Uh, it was... My friend had a pay-per-view on. And... Or it wasn't a pay-per-view. It was... This this we were we're about the same age, so this might be the same exact time. Period. I no no this is later. I okay. started later. I started at the end of the Attitude Era. I I started with, I remember it was so weird. There was this guy who had kidnapped a woman and drive through married her, and he was sort of a good guy and sort of a bad guy. You couldn't tell. He was a group of a bunch of other guys. I couldn't tell what the show was, and then I realized, oh, this is pro wrestling. Where's Hulk Hogan? What? This isn't pro wrestling. Who are all these guys? Oh, and they have like a big monster guy with them who controls fire. What is this show? And so I'd tune in, I'd watch it, and I was like, just what the fuck am I watching? What universe am I looking into where this is a TV show? Now, and you you didn't have any older, like just like me, we, we didn't have any older brothers random, to get us into random it. Random encounter with exactly. it. Exactly. And, and I remember really vividly. I, I'd started to really like the Hardy Boys and Lita and all this stuff. And then uh, – and Dudley's and Stacey Keebler was a big draw for me. But then I remember I, I was went – all Al Snow, weirdly enough, which I, might explain a lot about yeah, my personality. You, the underdog. But yeah. no, I, And I, Steve Blackman, yeah, dude. Oh, Blackman all about the underdog. Wonderful. I liked Winston in Ghostbusters. I liked, <laughs> I liked head cheese in WWE. Well, it's, it's the thing is, is that I went to school one day and I tried to talk to someone about WWF. And I said, I've been watching WWF Raw. And he said, you know that's fake, right? And it had never occurred to me that someone could think it was real. Because there was a monster wearing a mask that controlled fire. And there was a vampire. And there was like, I was like, someone, of course it's fake. It's a TV show. And that's sort of been my response to that ever since. It's realer than 99% of TV shows that's, on the air. I didn't have that argument back in the day, and I wish I did, and now that's my go-to is every TV show you watch is fake. Ex it, it, with barring maybe the news and sports. Those, uh, are, those are fake. You know what I mean, though? But, like, you like the X-Files? That shit, is not, it's not a documentary. No, and, and also wrestling, if anything, is realer because it's closer to theater. People are actually getting hurt. They're Hello, actually helmet. getting hurt. Yeah, we're speaking, we have a dog guest with us today, which won't, which won't be a normal occurrence uh, for the podcast. But yeah, we we're going to record in my apartment. Uh, we'd spice it up, which we, we're going to call it. condo. Yeah, a condo. we got to make it fancy, man. The love nest. This isn't no two-bit operation. We're, we're in a condo. It's got uh, parking. It looks, it looks almost exactly like if the Batcave was designed by the guy from American Psycho. Like, it's all clean white surfaces. Just imagine a white square room. And yeah, you're, a you're giant there. white square room. With a, with a really big penny. Alicia, have you been to my place? Oh, you're, you're, she's not here yet. It's she's not here she's yet. Here. We're gonna get to her in a little bit. But first, yeah, but there's a there is a girl. We have, we have a mystery girl. A mystery girl to dispel one of the rumors right now. 
A, girls watch wrestling. B, yeah, wrestling fans wrestling. know girls. So there you go. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's the same thing like do girls read comics. It's it's They're out there. A lot of the women I know who are more invested in fantasy comics and sci-fi aren't as on their sleeve about it. And, you know, a lot of the women I know who actually like this stuff would never put themselves out there because they know they just immediately become a sex And symbol. just just like, to bring it back to the show, a lot of wrestling fans. So this show... It's true. There are a lot of secret wrestling so fans. So here are the reasons we want to do this show. A, because we're both huge egomaniacs and want people to hear our voices. You're an egomaniac. I'm a narcissist. Okay, never mind. Um, I don't have the, ca- the capacity for empathy. B, uh, we love wrestling... And we just want to talk to, A, each other about it, but B, bring other people in the conversation and see... If we're talking to each other about it, why shouldn't you have to listen? Exactly. And see what you just said about those people who kind of don't wear their geek or nerd thing on their sleeve. Don't fucking say nerd on a show with me, man. Well, you know my the, nerd thing. I did that nerdist, on Nerdist. But, we're yeah. on the Nerdist. That, to me, is a new word. Well, maybe a Nerdist fan, as it were, who is a big wrestling fan but doesn't talk about it in their everyday life, doesn't bring it up to their coworkers, doesn't wear a Dolph Ziggler shirt. Here's your chance to get involved in a wrestling conversation. Yeah, if you want to hear wrestling discussed the way someone would discuss movies or comics, as opposed to the sort of overly cynical insider stuff you find on a lot of these podcasts we're going to be more open to you and to what you want us to talk about and also just to talk about the show like it's a fucking tv show because that's what it is exactly and speaking of the tv show let's get to this week's wrestling report wrestling report click as you all know a lot happens in a week in the world of wrestling and we're here to take a quick look some of that did now. A lot, either a lot or nothing. Either a lot or nothing. <laughs> moments of a lot and a lot of moments. This of week, nothing. luckily, a lot. Uh, starting on SmackDown, Cody versus Kofi, which was a fun match. I was giving Kofi wins until he loses to Ambrose, they which are. is wait, yeah, which we all know at this point. Yeah. But it, I liked seeing two really good wrestlers in the match, in the ring together. Yeah, but I don't like seeing Cody lose. I feel like I feel like Cody's Cody, your guy, man. Cody is my guy. After I saw him, you know, I'll talk about it later, I guess. But like after I saw him lose that match to Orton, where he was like. Fucking looking like the fucking boss of the world. I want to hear about this. Save this for later in the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a legacy. Do you know what legacy is? I'll tell you later. Okay. Then we had Biggie versus Swagger, which I love. I am such a Biggie fan that any match, like, keep that train He's rolling. He's great on Twitter, too. Is he? He's gold on Twitter. Really I don't, smart guy. All right. I'm going to check it out. But All three of Team Rocket. AJ, Dolph. <laughs> Team Rocket. Yeah, all three of them uh, are, are Oh, I wish fun, they started doing it. Are fun, fun, fun on Twitter. AJ well, leaves blasting great. off at the speed of light. Yeah, no, no. I feel like they, they I feel like Biggie is Mew. And <laughs> I like that, yeah. You too? Or, uh, uh, no, Meowth. 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 I don't know the fucking Pokemon. You were close. You were close. M- Mew is a powerful Pokemon. M- uh, yes. Speaking of powerful Pokemon, what else happened on SmackDown? Uh, we had Daniel Bryan versus Dean Ambrose. Daniel Bryan is a Pokemon compared and, to the other guys in the, in the league. Uh, uh, Ambrose won via DQ. Which is weird that they wouldn't give him the clean win again. Because didn't he get the clean win with his weird front sweep? It's like a DDT and he got a, face plan. He got a clean win over Kane once, I believe, no, he, too. I think he's beaten both of hell no clean Okay, so clean-ish. I mean, we all know it's a foregone conclusion that Ambrose is getting a huge push. So then we had more of what I like to call the Mark Henry Fun Olympics. I, uh, by the way, I never think anyone talented getting a huge push is a foregone conclusion. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the fun, the Mark Henry... The Fun Olympics. Truck party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, it's like... Mar- it's do like various Mario Party It's games. like Mario Party yeah. for Mark Henry. This week... He pulled two tractor trailers, um, which 
I, I guess no. He it, is very strong, and yes. everybody cheered. But what the fuck is the point? It's of this? been proven. It's, it's not because it's the strap match to show if you can pull tractor trailers, you can exactly probably pull the world. Just like arm wrestling, and just like tug a rope. Yeah, we the get it. Biggest we get it. You're strong. Sheamus is just booked like a fucking bully. Fight Sheamus. He's just a mean guy. He's he's, he's a, the face too. He's the face, but he's just booked like a mean guy who calls people. Fa- he was mean to Wade Barrett. Oh, you're in a movie. You're a douche. It's like shut up, Sheamus. Go away. Go away. Why aren't you challenging for a title if you're yeah, so man, tough? But it was promoting the movie. Yeah, Fantastic. they should have just let Wade Barrett promote the movie. Uh, Big Show versus Tensai, which obviously we knew it wasn't gonna end the way end we wanted well for it Tensai. to. I want Tensai. Of we'll talk about we'll talk about poor Albert later. But I mean, dude, since Japan, like I've been hoping that guy is going to be the champion. And oh, I never think he's gonna be the champion. I just think Albert. I think Albert's in the perfect role right now. I but like Albert. Losing to Big Show is it, the fact that the fact that that's the fact that there are three guys: Randy Orton. Sheamus and, and Big show? show in a holding pattern on it's SmackDown mid-card holding for the last pattern. year. It's strange. Doing nothing. Who've not, all been champions in their own right. And you've all can, been no who are, Orton was the top guy in the company for so, a minute. So were they all? Yeah. They all No, were. Big Show's never been top guy. And I, Sheamus has always WWF, been WWF Big Show was tough guy. Top, top guy? No. He was Big Show has always been right. To me, he's always been like to me, I'd say Green Lantern. Oh really? He's never been Batman or Superman. He's always been that just on the right. He's the Fantastic Four. I'll give you that. But though back in the day, he used to fight Austin and Taker all the time. Yeah, but he was never. I never. It was never like. You're right, this. Superman. Was, yeah, they fight B-listers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's he's not B. He's A minus. Okay. Okay. I'll what else that. happened on SmackDown? Uh, and then you had it. Jericho versus Ryback, which was Whatever. the final match of the night. Whatever. Give Ryback a win. And well, Jericho. Yeah, basically Jericho won via DQ. Yeah, but it's just Ryback's. Yeah, what happened to Ryback? They're nerfing him to make him another fucking cowardly villain for Cena to beat. I'm sorry, I sound like a smark right now. It just kills me. We'll talk about it later. Uh, and then so that was SmackDown, which which Max wasn't huge on apparently. It's always SmackDown. It's holding pattern. SmackDown is a show to have a show. It used it to be is a the show pre-show to the plots. big show, and the big show is Raw. And Raw was his fucking recap. Raw was kind of cool this week. Raw was awesome. Okay, so what what do we have on Raw? We had a bunch of stuff happen. Well, do, do you want to like pull up a report and we can talk about each thing quick uh, before we I get mean, into uh, it? I kind of just the standouts from your mind. I mean, there was oh AJ just eating shit throughout her match with uh, <laughs> Natty was pretty dope. You had Kofi versus uh, Damian Sandow, pretty good, which was a pretty good match. Good I thought stuff. I like that when it came out. I was like, what's Sandow going to object to in Cody because he's incredibly like nice and polite. It was his music. He's a that heel. Sandow didn't like. He's a heel, you know. He doesn't. We'll he, talk about Kofi's music later. I have he, some theories he, about he it. He found an excuse. Uh, <laughs> what else did we have this week? We had another uh, Ambrose. Ambro- oh, we had the Shield losing for the first time ever. Yeah, which which uh, is to we, Cena. Because, because the elimination Kane, match. Kane got eliminated because he threw cardboard at one of the shields. The top of that table, that guys. Was the, why does the top of that table exist? When did it that didn't start? Used to. When was that start being there, the top of the table? It didn't used to. I feel like I feel like that always they always have to take it off. It used to be we, we, motherfuckers just climb up on that table, someone goes through. There was the TV. Now they on remove it. the TV. It used to be yes. They take now, the, it's WWE thirteen. It's the video game. You take off the top and you take off the TV and you make it safe for throwing a man through a table. It's well what's weird what's always been weird to me is that often they take the TV and just throw it away. I wonder how many times they need new monitors. Speaking of, uh we saw another recap this week of Lesnar's rampage through Triple H's fake the office. Fakest office ever. <laughs> Look, I love you, WWE but the CEO of the company does not have two plywood desks with nothing in them and nothing on them. By the way, I love t- Triple H might. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Think of how he got the job. No, but he's a cool guy. 
<laughs> I, would, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm such a big Triple H fan. But no, I, I, I actually, my favorite thing in that entire segment is there's the triple h has his like viking warrior crown yes on like a styrofoam head and the crown flies off and i thought lesnar was gonna put it off but instead lesnar has this moment where he picks up the styrofoam head and just looks at it like whoa and like for a moment i thought he was gonna skull fuck the head and i got so excited it's not the attitude ever anymore a fucking animal i was just like do it lesnar lesnar is just a fucking beast i love when that you're like break every convention of network television right now and have sex with that styrofoam hitler's wet dream brock wet lesnar the ultimate uberman what else did you have this week you had the primetime players picking up a win finally they won and with their afro pick a pick stab with with i was so glad that that finally that was oh my god the dog likes being bundled i have a dog the fact that he finally the fact that the players won and did their yo-ho that the dance they do it, I call it their the pirate dance. The yeah, pirate yeah. dance. And just the you know, those kids, I'm so proud of them. So what what do we got leading into Extreme Rules this Sunday? Uh main match, we got Cena Ryback. We definitely uh would you Cena's gonna win. He, you think so? He doesn't lose last man's right. matches unless he gets put through a giant spot. You got a tag, tag team match between uh Team Hell No and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Shield wins, they Sh- lost this week. All right, let's do all our picks. Ambrose versus uh Daniel Bryant. Ambrose wins, or not? Oh, excuse me. Ambrose uh, versus Kofi. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi versus Ambrose. I'll, I'll talk about it later, but he's the guy that put the title on before they give it to a heel. All right, you've got uh, Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio in the number a number one contender ladder match, too. I believe, right? No, it's I quit. It's an I quit match. Okay, you've got well, uh, Alberto Del Rio doesn't speak English, so he won't be able to say I quit. All right, according to <laughs> according to Zeb Galter. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I'm very curious. I think. Face wins definitely. You think Del? Do Re- you think they're gonna go back for Del Rio swag? Uh, Del Ziggler? Is, yeah, I think Del Rio is gonna go back in on Ziggler, which I think is a waste. And it's because Nick Dolph, pardon me, got that Nick ter- Nick Dolph got a terrible, terrible concussion. So he he sort of got bumped out of it in a way. But you know what? Ultimately, I'm grateful because you know what? To me, that just means one more opportunity for Dolph for not, Ziggler to yeah. for Dolph not, not to lose, to lose the yeah, title. I agree. Like it's extreme rules. Okay, <laughs> the longer if Dolph became a non-defending champion, it would be it would nerf him and make him look like a dumbass. But I just the longer he has the title, the happier my heart is. Uh, real quick, you've got uh, obviously you, you've got um, Brock and Triple H in the cage match. That'll be something. Which I'm, um, dude, like... They've had two matches, both of them have stunk butts. But you know what? They're they're both... I like Triple H. Just like you I said like before, H I still I like, like Triple H and I like Brock, so I'm down. But they, but they stunk butts, though. Everybody um, stunk butts. Butt stinkers. They're butt stunks. Butt yeah, stinkers. matches with that just are butt stunks where it's like, I don't care. Although the end of Raw where Lesnar was just like, you know what? I am the animal. I will come fight you. Anytime I heal... Sticks up for themselves and for acts like a, a bully guy. instead yeah. of a coward. I'm into. All right, uh, and then uh, what other matches are currently on the card right now? I don't think we've got Fandango. AJ, I think AJ versus uh, Caitlin. Caitlin, and I think AJ is going to nab it. Actually, she probably won't. She'll probably lose. Uh, Fandango Jericho, I don't believe is announced yet. It, it got announced. It did get announced. Okay, yeah. uh, which. You know what? I like Fandango. I like Jericho putting over Their younger ki- younger guys where, in the company. Man, if I were describing professional wrestling to someone, we'll get into after our dumb little recap thing. We'll get it's into smart. It's a smart little recap. After after this, we'll get into wrestling. We'll talk about why we love it and what we think about it. But a man striking another man down with a piece of parquet floor after a dance contest. 
Wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. Like, it just, like, and, and by the way, violently doing this yeah, oh, yeah. in a way that made you go, ow! Like, like I don't want to get hit with parquet. The way, and also the way uh, fucking Curtis was selling it, pardon me, Fandango. The way Fandango was selling it like it was the heaviest thing he'd ever lifted. And then, uh, finally, you've got the, affor- the aforementioned monster, Mark Henry versus uh, Seamus. In, in a, a strap in match. In a strap match. And you've now never seen now. a strap match. No, which I'm super excited You're to gonna see. You're going to love it. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds it, like some weird kind of game show mixed with wrestling. A little bit of BDSM, a little bit of wrestling. My favorite, man. My favorite. A little, little bit of weird racial sort of history <laughs> allegations. <laughs> a very white man pulling another... Pulling a very black man around by a chain. They mean the extreme part and the extreme rules. Yeah, thing, it's folks. darkness. Uh, darkness. This show doesn't fuck around. No, nope, listening to the world's neither, most dangerous wrestling podcast. Every angle, and we're about to get into the bulk of the show. That was this week's report. We're going to be back what? every week, and we're going to be expanding to some other wrestling companies too, folks. We might think about it if TNA gets good. We might. Let's talk about our lives and wrestling, and let's do that right now. Boom. Oh, you didn't know? All right, folks, you heard her teased earlier. Now uh, we're going to deliver her like... We teased her earlier. We're going to deliver her like the little (laughs) Jewish Santas we are, uh, me and Max. Please welcome... I'm a larger Jewish Santa. He's a larger Jewish Santa. I'm kind of elvish, which is odd for Santa to be an elf. You're elvish. It's, It's weird because in scale, you're a Santa elf, but in... Looks, you're a Lord of the Rings elf. I like it. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. So uh, sexy, tiny. <laughs> Please welcome our good friend and wrestling fan and enthusiast, Alicia Way. Hello. Thank Hooray! you. Thank you. Yay. How does it feel to be the first guest on every angle? Oh, it's wonderful. Is, love, it, is it everything you dreamed love, of and more? It's already everything I've ever dreamed of. Oh, the dog is staring you were right doing, You were doing eyes. sultry voice for a minute, then you dropped it. Oh, no, I'm I didn't too, know if I'm that was a joke. Are you going to be sexy on our podcast? Um, can you be sexy with your voice? I try podcast? every yeah, day no. of my life. Okay. Well, how Let's do, all try to be. How do, do you do, think I make all that big internet money that <laughs> I hey don't guys, make? Hey, guys, I really love Ryback. It's not that hard. Uh, yep, 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 what it do? Weirdly <laughs> enough, um, my reintroduction to wrestling, you were a part of, because you we used to hang was out and watch Raw together. Yes, yeah, just did. about that time. Um, How did you first get into wrestling? Because you're a pretty massive fan, right? Um, Yeah, no, I'm definitely a big fan. Um, I did fall off pretty hard there for a couple years. Uh, I think everyone does except me. Yeah, I it's, think there's kind of an era we've discovered through the years that everybody goes, yeah, I don't remember anything from those, like, I'm the one. eight years ago. He so. watched that era. I'm the guy who, like, stuck out wrestling. You are? And was watching it. Yeah, it's like, well, it's weird because did you watch when Orton was Voldemort? Nope. See, like, Voldemort Voldemort is, like, my favorite era of wrestling right now. I can't even process that, Dude, Orton (laughs) was the number one heel in the company, was absolutely terrified. So weird. Punted Vince McMahon and then shaved his head. He used to do promos, apparently. No, no, Orton used to to talk and be scary. And, like, seemed like a sociopathic, schizophrenic nut job. And this is what I love about hanging with Max and especially talking about wrestling is because anytime I have a question about, like, (laughs) who's that guy? He gives me, like, a 20-minute dissertation (laughs) with video links. But it's necessary. It is necessary. Oh, ask him about the introduction of NXT. It's as good as Death and Return of Superman. I'll go on forever about about wrestling because it's, uh, you know, the mythology of wrestling. I'm sorry. Talk more about how you got into it. But when did you first start? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going back here. No, I... I, um, I actually, I guess I originally really started, I, uh, my stepdad at the time was a big fan. He always was. He was from New Orleans, so he was very just born and bred into He's that. a big Dusty Rhodes guy. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, heavy into That's it. That's awesome. So I remember just kind of being around saying. it by default. And I grew up in Missouri in a very tiny town in the country, and every kid my age watched wrestling. Like, it was not even something that we needed to discuss. Guy and like, girl. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, majority male. I know, of actually, course, a strange but... amount, even in Los Angeles, of girls who watch. Yeah, I, I'm. It's just part of life in in the country, That's really. Awesome. Um, but uh, more, I guess it would originally come from that because I remember watching pay per views and all of that, and it being a big deal. What era are we um, talking here? Uh, all through nineties, all through nineties. I would say Bret Hart, all that. that. Oh yeah. Um, and I, my first live event was unfortunately the Owen Hart incident. Which we actually share a weird thing here because my first live event was the Draws incident. Right. That's right. Oh, man. I forgot. And it was my only live event. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you've never been to another live one? That no. was my only we live event go, until I would love years to ago. go. I'm not going to lie. I was, it was for my, um, I think, 15th birthday. If you go and watch that SmackDown, you can see my Cohen 316 sign, which they made me take <laughs> Shut down. Up. They made me take it down because oh it was too God. bright. Too like, distracting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was front row ringside center, and oh I God. heard draws neck snap and uh. i was like oh, okay yeah i like it on tv i'm good like i don't need to see it in real yeah, life my, for a the while. ring mic picks up all sorts of weird stuff i, had, I had a, yeah. a ex-girlfriend of mine who went to an event where the kid uh, <laughs> we went together i said it like she went alone we went together <laughs> and there's a kid like right next to the ring who was yelling things really excited and uh, she, the kid was saying, like, Rennie Orton, I hate you, Rennie Orton, and, like, all this, like, crazy shit. He's picking it up. It's like the get your yayas out it, of wrestling. Yeah, Paint it, it black, you devils. It's, it's, it's all, well, it's, it's crazy because it went all over the stadium. Just this kid saying, like, oh, here he comes, here comes Samus, like that. <laughs> Like so, every time someone would enter, you'd hear this little. Boy. I do love that when you can pick that up on TV too. Totally, yeah. there's one guy's voice that you just hear. That's yeah, the best is Jamie Noble. When Jamie Noble, when Sheamus was a heel and Jamie Noble attacked him, and some guy in the audience, Jamie Noble eats a sick powerbomb on the outside, and some guy in the audience goes, "Kill him some more, Big Red! Kill him again, Big Red!" It's like the best. It was like I was just watching. I got so rapturous. So, so you you had you had a strange first foray into live wrestling. Slightly was yes. that traumatic for you? Um, no. Um, I mean, what, what yeah, was it, yeah. Without no. getting too morbid, I mean, what was, was it like? Because none of us really know. You know what? Get too young. morbid. <laughs> there was a weird thing well i mean everybody in the world knows this by now that you know they didn't tell us live exactly what was happening yet um we knew i mean you could put two and two together but there was no official formal like this is what just happened ladies and gentlemen like everyone at home had got well i remember watching that's not what happened i remember watching the pay-per-view yeah Alicia. godfather had been announced we were waiting for owen to come out the music for the blue blazer started right. and then it just went black and when right. it came back they just moved on to the next match. Right. They didn't say but that Owen had been person, hurt. We weren't aware of the extent. No, of neither what. were but people you saw him, <laughs> But we didn't even know he fell. Oh, right, right, right. No, no, you no. Even after that, fall. though, for the rest of the night, we weren't aware. Wow. You, but you physically saw Owen fall into the ring? It was pretty black in there at the time, but you, I mean, you knew what was happening. You could see enough, but... Uh, I just went to the volley and could, saw a woman trampled by a horse, hear. so... It was, yeah. it was terrible. I mean, That's you were awful. pretty aware of what was happening. Yeah. yeah. It was obvious once people started coming around running and and it was just like okay well i don't know but then there's the part of you were like this is this is totally work like this can't possibly no at, this at, is ele too much. at 11 were you at a place where you were like this is a work 11, this I is don't fake remember how old I no you were I, yeah i could remember being even then being like 
No, you you could separate out what was like I actually, real. If somebody was really, that was really like hurt the, the draws not. thing. I just the I don't remember his neck hitting. I remember the look in D'Lo's eyes after the yes, power. Yes, it was everyone sound. else. It was everyone else, and how Jerry Lawler and and the ref, I, uh, how everybody else was reacting. Where you're like, this isn't normal. This isn't normal. This isn't normal. That's crazy. and I still do that now. Whenever somebody gets hurt, like when Wade Barrett hurt his arm, yeah, things like that. It's a I still human I reaction. look at everyone yeah. else, and if everyone else looks concerned or or flustered all of a sudden you're like okay that's real well, he's serious it's always it's always weird that's why i never whenever people say wrestling is fake i never use the word fake because right. no it uh, hurts x files is fake <laughs> wrestling is staged it hurts. It's predetermined staged. right it's predetermined i can't even tell how predetermined i i can't well tell. not the moves during the match i can't not the tell no. I, I was talking to nick dolph pardon me dolph ziggler <laughs> about it via text who we who we hope to speak to very soon yeah once he poor once he gets over that concussion, yeah. Love that, he got bonked in the head by Recently Swags, on, yeah. and now bit. he's by Jay Swags. Did you see his by by Jay? Should I say you have like you uh, have a whole theory? I, w- about I what want you want Swagger's gimmick new to gimmick to. I want him to basically oh. get like anti-racist and jo- start <laughs> the new nation and only hang out with like Biggie and primetime players. Oh my god! And change his name to Jay Swags <laughs> with a Z. That would be so cool. It, oh, it'd be the I worst. Can't can even imagine about, that. Can we talk about the fact that the primetime players won on Raw finally? They did, but. We talked about that on the Raw report already. You want to elaborate? Let's elaborate on it. Are you a primetime player? Yeah, what do you think of the players? I actually really enjoy them. I love them. I love them. Rufus Pancake (laughs) Patterson. The whole family. Uncle Uncle Pancake. Pancake That was so, but it was like embarrassing. How many other gimmicks can you name that lasted for one night only? Lots. Lots. You you haven't watched enough. Have we you watched. seen? Have you guys ever seen the? Uh, I think it was on like no, OMG craziest craziest fifty raw moments yeah, on Netflix, oh, right. and it was the turkey monster that they brought out the of gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker. Of course, yep. we know what the fucking gobbledygooker Come on. is. See, and you're that's like, why we're doing a wrestling podcast. Yeah, gobbledygooker, and they hyped it up for months, but they hyped it up, and then people were disappointed. But I want to know what the fuck did people think was going to come out of a giant egg? Also, like, um, was it going to be Sid Vicious? Also, Mark Henry <laughs> I wish it was. baby. What? Which one? Mark Henry the hand baby. The hand well, baby. Now, was now great. we're going deep. We're going to stuff everybody Let's talks do it. about. Yeah. I want to go to. I want to go to. I want to go to weirder stuff, like the fact that no one has mentioned that Ryback used to be Skip Sheffield. Skip Sheffield, right. I was no, just talking about that last night, actually. No one has said anything. that does not watch wrestling was over watching it, and um, and she was like, oh, God, what did they say? I was like, um, but, and she was like, oh, my God, that guy is so huge. He's so intimidating. Oh, yep, my yep, God, yep, so scary. And I was like, yeah, his uh, old character name was Skip Sheffield. But, yeah. like, I have the problem that I love most of the heels. Right. And I think they're I into too, my the my part. favorite thing going right now, other than Ziggler, of course, is probably Slater. I mean, like the three man band, the fact that they're just letting that be on the show every week. <laughs> I think that you're, the, is, you're the you and wow. Heath Slater's parents wow. are the only people whose favorite thing you, going is Heath Slater. Heath, can I tell you your match with Miz on Raw? <laughs> you killed it. It was a great straight up heel versus face wrestling match. You ate shit. Oh. You look like a fuck ass clown. You look like the most annoying guy ever. I read an interview with you. I think you're a genius, man. I think you're a great heel. And I love that they were fighting the shield. And and what about Fandango? Too? Fandango's my current favorite heel currently. Fandango, he's a rough he, heel. He walked out. People were like, boo! It took, immediately. It took that post WrestleMania audience, and they pimped him out for months. That was the yeah. best. That was the Before best crowd in, on TV. Best crowd in wrestling history, dude. The, the Sheamus Orton match where they were chanting, "We are awesome." <laughs> 
the, the Raw after WrestleMania where they started that doing the Fandango. Yeah, that started spontaneously. That, they're the crowd that, that popped Fandango by singing that song. It was unbelievable. Well, it's it's there'd already been like the internet response of like, oh, this guy's a great. And deal. I think I think the ladies like him. I th- eh. Like eh. you know what I I got Misty Dawn who we'll have on eventually into wrestling recently and she's uh Fand- think- Fandango and Ziggler are her two favorites in the company in terms of looks wise because they're cute. Me. I you know it's it's <laughs> so I kind of like eh. he's it's a lot of muscles I, I don't know he's not my type of sexy for me he I think Cody Rhodes is a really interesting looking handsome man speaking of That's bumped to the Cody Rhodes first of all. First of all, has that amazing match with Orton. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Your legacy is over. Fucking amazing. And then fucking, and you don't even know what legacy is. Do you know what legacy is? In terms of Cody's legacy? Cody. Of course I do. Oh, wait, no, the family? No. Dusty and and fucking Goldust. No, guys. No. Uh Uh-oh, enlighten us. Enlighten us, wise wrestling master. (laughs) Upon... Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. had become partners. Right. And uh, they were a tag team. They and, were the heel tag team. And they right. were heel tag yes. team of like young guys whose dads were in rich, the industry. Young, rich. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Not even rich. Well, wasn't just, that Ted DiBiase's whole thing? Ted DiBiase was just dads. The yeah. dad gang. Okay. The dad gang. <laughs> There's a lot then, of those. They then became Voldemort's really evil Randy Orton's two foot soldiers oh i didn't know okay they were his two backup guys for two years oh Jesus. and wow. they had no, and there so was that's why one Orton, of, by the way yeah. one of the best moments ever i've ever seen on wrestling My is dog it, likes it too. is that they were basically they were basically stooges they just followed him around did we said but there was this amazing moment like one of my favorite moments ever where Orton was becoming, he was going from being just a really entitled douchebag to becoming progressively more and more unstable. And he kept doing stuff and you'd be like, whoa, why did he do that? Like attacking women and just like, and it was like, something's really wrong with him. <laughs> and so Dusty Rhodes, who's a perma face because he's a legend, right. helps them. And because be- he talks like that. You can't be a, a bad guy. You can't be a bad like guy that. and have yeah. that voice now, right? He's a cartoon so, guy. So Orton's been mistreating Cody and Ted. Dusty Rhodes flip flops to help Cody beat or, or help, to beat help Orton beat John Cena at the end of a Raw, and he beats John Cena like nice. cl- clean. Uh, well, not clean with co- with what? Dusty's right. help. Dusty. <laughs> so Dusty gets in the ring with his son, and it's cute because they're like celebrating like father and son, even though they're heels. And uh, Dusty raises uh, Orton and DiBiase and Cody's hands, and Orton's like, "Yeah, cool." RKO's Dusty for, for no reason. For no- and for no reason, just RKO's him, and immediately Cody's like, "What the fuck?" And is standing there like uh, the entire audience starts chanting Cody at the same time. Are you with us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just turning your mic down because you got excited. <laughs> I just love this scene. He's, uh, the entire audience is screaming, "Cody, Cody, Cody!" And Orton is, and Cody's like, "Turn around and face me, Orton! I'm going to fight you!" And Orton won't look at him. And just stands there dead still, like looking weird into the sort of down into the distance. And Cody slowly pussies out. And it's the most frustrating, like, weird. Great. No, no, you should watch it on YouTube. Yeah, it's like an emotional moment. It's like really like, oh, my God, that was really intense. I, I, they, you just, one, one more Cody thing before we move like on. But did you see him wrestling. bust out Goldust Finisher a couple weeks ago? Which one? 
yeah, didn't they even talk about it? Um, the announcers, I think. The announcers like talked about it. it. They were like, well, yeah, they're like, pull that his, out of his brother's His catalog. brother were watching well, at you're home. Just, you're like just that. talking about the backdrop. Yeah. The, yeah. Drop the, onto his back throat. Yes, throat. With the, right, with the right, throat yeah, thrust yeah. Yeah. thrust yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see him do the Not fucking finisher, Shattered right, Dreams. Oh, his actual finisher? Do you remember what the Shattered Dreams is? Goldust was my... Because when I came in, I was like... You were a Goldust fan? Yeah, I was like, there's a guy with there's a guy with Tourette's and gold-faced makeup. See, that's like later Goldust. That's like Booker Goldust. Uh, I was watching Goldust when he was like married to Terry. Oh, that's early. He didn't have yeah. threats okay. yet. He was just sort of ambiguously sexual. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he was, like, a a pa- oh, yeah. he was like Roger on American Dad. Alicia, when you first got in, who were your favorite? Who are your favorite wrestlers when you first I mean, started watching? Well, I mean, I was I was definitely on board with probably the more typical of everyone. Uh, Shawn Michaels, The Hearts, and Shawn Michaels and is one of those things. Macho and. I mean, pretty obvious choices, probably, but everybody... It's not obvious. Shawn Michaels is one of those things that's well, like Star Wars, where it's like, oh, everyone loves Star Wars. True, but, but it can true. still be your I'm favorite. I'm going to yeah, not love absolutely. Star Wars. And then you see Star Wars, and you go, oh, no, I love Star Wars. Shawn Michaels is Star Wars. He's yeah, as good as everyone's 100% Shawn sure Michaels is one it, of yeah. the best three wrestlers of all time. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then once uh, people, like, I started realizing, you know, people were really good speakers and everything yes. also. That's when I was like, okay, Stone Cold, The Rock, all these dudes is when I was like, oh, my God, this is... Well, that's when wrestling Great. became a good TV show. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was more than I was lucky enough to see the transition into that. Off. Yeah. I mean. I wasn't. I, I came in later. Uh, Rock was the first thing that drew me in. And then, of course, like Stone Cold and DX. Like the first time I saw them do the whole suck it thing, like it changed my life. <laughs> I started doing suck it to everyone. I had Mickey Mouse. Oh, you were that kid. In I was that kid. Like everyone. Oh, God. You <laughs> a leather jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a leather jacket. And doing like there's the a picture of me at everything. Disney World and me and Mickey Mouse doing the suck it sign. Oh, wow. Um, I was a rebel, guys. That guy got fired. Uh, <laughs> Let that happen. Uh, I was, w- and then I like weird, st- like I was always really big into Al Snow for some reason. That is, it's not, and weird. Foley, it's not weird. A lot I, of people love them. I like him and Foley were like my two Foley for sure. And they were just they were just funny and like nice. I, no and one, not... I feel like no one had seen anybody do anything like that. Like I mean, ECW and stuff, of course, but like in terms of I, the hardcore stuff, right? Like Foley, the, all yeah. that hardcore shit. Well, well I mean, they had Terry Funk, kid, but he like didn't a, do anything. Free pass to see terrible things happen. Terrible things. <laughs> we were like, yeah. "Whoa, this is on TV right now." Well, it's, yeah. it's always with Foley. My thing with him. I've, I've also, like, I'm from Long Island, which make, would make you think I would like Zack Ryder, but I'm I'm warming to him. But like, there was always a hometown thing with Foley. Well, Zack's weird because it's like, what is? What are they doing with him? What's the plan? That happens it, a lot, though. Yeah, no, no. Well, but he's super popular. He's got like a million. That they don't. Yeah, but you can tell that they don't plan it more than three weeks in advance. Yeah, of course. And and mm-hmm. and you know, I've heard I've heard say that it's planned. A lot of it's on the fly that night, Absolutely. which is crazy because Nexus apparently happened on the fly one night, which and is Nexus really cool. Is like one of the best TV watching free of wrestling. One of the best TV watching experiences I've ever had. I have no idea. Did you watch the night they debuted? Uh, no, I I've was seen prob- it. It's- Partially, awesome. partially through Nexus, like it, I, I it wasn't like, there at the beginning of it at it all. It changed. It's awesome. It, yeah. it was. I, it's I more wish. Involved. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of it now. I've and gone when, back. When Cena got annihilated. But, and what's uh, also great, like, what is happening? What's it was also like Pearl great Harbor. Is, is looking at the guys in that first wave of Nexus and realizing how many of them are massive stars. Either either massive stars or just you know them now. Or being like, used almost everyone. Like, yeah, almost absolutely. everyone except Tarver. And Tarver and Young are sort of the and two. And Drew McIntyre doesn't get that Drew much. Drew McIntyre's not from Nexus. Was he not in that? No, he's the chosen one. <laughs> Who else was in Nexus? Um, Nexus is Ryback, Michael Tarver, Skip Sheffield, Daniel Bryan, uh, who got fired on the first night for choking a guy with a tie. Uh, awesome. Which, 
and and then came back to fight Nexus after massive fan anger. Uh, but uh, Daniel Bryan, Darren Young, Wade Barrett, and I'm missing some. And uh, oh, Gabriel. Oh yeah, Justin, Justin Gabriel. Gabriel. Justin Gabriel. Yeah. and he's such a good wrestler. He's a great he's really wrestler. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what I love so much about the current direction of the company is these guys. They're pushing like I've well, I've gone back and watched Johnny Curtis on NXT. He's fucking great. Yeah, and they're like pushing a lot of guys mm-hmm. who they should be pushing. And mm-hmm. though yes. Fandango hasn't gotten to do that much in ring. Because he's been doing all these dancing contests instead of wrestling. Well, that's it's the that, question. That leg drop is amazing. Yeah, it's always the question when watching wrestling. It's always a compromise game of you're watching a show that is sort of aimed at kids now, but not really, right. and is sort of terrible, but also great. Oh, always great. And well, it's it, like comic books in general. I feel yeah, like it's the goofy you just describe when you're like, Ugh. yeah, it's, it drives me it's crazy. Whenever they have goofy, weird shit, is when Humor, you're like, come on, always. don't make me feel dumb. Don't make me feel dumb. Don't make give me, me feel give dumb. Give me another really good character moment. Right. But or you know God what? Forbid, though somebody's watching with you for the first time, and you're like, I promise, it's oh, not always yeah, like no, this. That's the story please, of my please, life. Please don't. He's trying me. to get people to watch, and then there being some like backstage goofiness with Kali and Hornswoggle. Santino comes out or something. You're like, I love Santino, but not for a first time. Not for a first time. I love it, but you got to be prepped. That's like me trying to get someone into Doctor Who by showing them the Eccleston season and that first episode opens and there's the mannequin hands <laughs> flying everywhere and people are like, oh, you have a TARDIS bed for what reason? Like, no, no, they I, instantly judge I the stuff you love. I still can't get into Doctor Who. I'll, we'll give another Karen, I said to Luckily, Karen. Luckily, this isn't a Doctor Who podcast. I said to, I said to Karen, I just don't like it. And Karen said, Gillen of Doctor Who fame. Said, Thank you for turning that into a name drop. It was just me telling you. I know, but we're on a podcast where people oh, are listening. I'm so. friends with Karen, but Karen, I said to Karen, <laughs> new I rule: you can't just say people's first names and not say who they are. Yeah, okay, uh, but <laughs> I, I said to Karen, like, I just can't get into it, and she said, "Well, a lot of people can't. I don't think you should try." And I said, why? And she said, because if you don't like it, you don't like it. And everybody likes some things and some people don't like other things. That's so pond of it's her. It's so her. It's so Karen. <laughs> um, some people don't like other things was her reason for me not liking Dr. Well, Hill. that was oddly enough, like, uh, I was, I don't think I was anti-wrestling before I got into it, but I was probably like, Psh, it's dumb fake jocks wrestling. And then I watched it and was like, oh, no. the opposite of jocks right. wrestling. This is, this is like so right, up my alley. I was trying to sell this to someone the other day. Um, well, it's a fantasy show. I think the misconception of wrestling fans show. is way off. I think ninety. No, well, okay, hear me out on this. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm just <laughs> saying Hold on a second. It's, it's off because of who you're exposed to, but it is and it isn't. I'm but sorry, I interrupted you. My 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 take on this is this: I think the general public thinks there are violent, uh, uh, you know, jockey, real kind of like. No, they all watch MMA. They all watch UFC. But they also all read fucking comic books. And they also all play video games. I'm talking about the guys who are violent and jockey. But I'm talking about wrestling fans. You're talking about wrestling fans. The crossover audience between wrestling fans and the rest of, and close your ears, Max, geekdom... Is, is, out of mine. is there like I don't I don't know any wrestling fans who uh, aren't no, into word. you know what I mean yeah, who aren't Matt, into comic Matt, books how yeah. many people do you know who aren't into comic books who you hang out with regularly this is the thing is when you go to a my live mom, wrestling event <laughs> you're so we don't, even hang out, we don't even hang out that often and my mom loves comic books so I'm an so, yeah, it's not even Archie <laughs> double digests all the way oh my god wow. that still exists but wow. no uh when you go to a wrestling event, you see the true fan base of wrestling, which is two things. Number one, it's the most diverse crowd I've ever seen. It really seen. is. It's it people of so all ages is. and I'm races. I'm always fascinated. Every time I'm at a live show, I'm like, these, wow, these people you, are all in the exact room together right yelling now. Yelling about the Loving same it. thing. Loving it. Yelling. 
Yeah. Loving oh, it yeah. so much yeah. you're yelling. Well, no, no, no. Well, it's because the audience is a character on wrestling, which is completely unique to anything. That's an excellent point. Think of it, yeah. Let's go back to, I, we got to think of a name for that Raw in future reference. Because right now, that, that post-WrestleMania Raw is my favorite well, it shows that crowd was that crowd. That's what I mean. Crowds are always that was the night where yeah. like, but the, uh, Northeast, yeah, liberal crowds. Crowd became go fucking crazy. Sure. Crowd became like the biggest character on the show that week. Well, you know no, what no, I mean? no. It's wrestling. You need to understand is it's different from absolutely anything else because not only are the audience. Not only are the audience a character that's on the TV sometimes show, sometimes two characters, so, sometimes two characters battle, that are fighting themselves. each other. Yeah, yeah but it every goes, time Cena walks out, you, right. part of, <laughs> you go further. It's part of the writing team right. because the way they react to people and the intensity with which they react to people, you know, wrestling, they factor that in. They factor that in in a huge way. Absolutely. Well, and you can look at it like a comedian does. It, it's or or in, in Max, which you might be able to find out doing a podcast live. Weirdly enough, changes it the tone entirely. Because being able well, to... Well, of course, I wouldn't be able to be naked the way I am. <laughs> well, they're, well, they're, well, you don't ever know. Nerd melt's pretty loose. Um, but being able to gauge the audience and what they're liking and what they're not liking is the greatest gift any kind of performer can have because you're only out there to make the audience happy for the most part. So that's why... You know what I mean? Well, that's what, that's what uh, Dick Nick Dolph... I called him Dick Nick Dolph. <laughs> Dick Nick Dolph. That's Ziggler's new name debuting on a <laughs> Saturday Nikki, morning Nikki slam. of the Spirit yeah. Squad. Oh, Spirit well, Squad. he was saying great, really interesting stuff about the fact that you have to just feel the audience and you're just part, you're one with the audience and you, you got to know which little things to do when, and that it's really like improv. Like you were saying, it's like stand up, And I think that's really beautiful because you can't mm-hmm. do that during a play. And, and, really. and that's so much going on in your head while you're wrestling, while you're being injured, <laughs> while, you're while being you are giant men are running injured. at you. And of course on this show, and making it look good and <laughs> listening and all, just, it's insane. That's, no, totally. the, that's the most incredible thing Absolutely. to me every time is that they get hurt. Not only do they actually like you actually full on get kicked in the face. Then just after having been kicked in the face, you have to make getting kicked in the face look great. Yep. Um, get that, back up again. And, nothing else and, like that oh. in the world. And over the course of every angle, we're definitely, like it says in the name, we're definitely going to cover every walk of, of wrestling. I've recently been getting into like Japanese stuff, mm-hmm. which, I, which I'd which i never- It's a little more brutal, right? It's extremely <laughs> brutal. It's pretty awesome. Uh, yes. Um, but but going back to WWE, which seems to be what this first episode is about and why not, they are wrestling. It's because they are it's wrestling. all I watch, man. Um, I heard in an interview once, I forget who was talking about it, but it was a story about Vince watching a match back from the gorilla position. And basically, like, him instinctively, like, out of nowhere, he shouted, like, lock him up. And no one knew what he was talking about. And he knew the exact moment the crowd needed to see a hold for them to turn for the face. Like, they've been doing it so long and they're so good at their craft that they know exactly what to do at well, every did you moment. See, did you see me calling the, uh, yes. the shield? You always do that, though. Yeah, I always I, I watch enough that I'm able to call matches before mm-hmm. things happen. Oh, yeah. And then the delightful thing is when you get surprised. He tells yes. me not to talk no, while we true. watch wrestling, and, and then he's like, backwards out. clothesline. It honestly DDT. doesn't bum me out when I can predict something coming it's either. It's fun. It's, it's fine. And it makes it's you feel smart. Totally, it does make you feel smart. But it's fine. I'm never... Like, oh, well, saw that coming 100 years and ago. Here's, like, here's it never an, bums me out. Here's another reason I love this company is I was wrong about, I was only right about one match on WrestleMania. So every time I think I can uh, predict this it. WrestleMania sucked, by the way. Uh, it sucked. Eh. Pardon me. Positivity. I'll take it. I'll take this it. Positivity, this, but it, this positivity it, brought to you by Chris Harper. Uh, 
but it's just strange that, like, in a world where I th- you would think watching it long enough and knowing as much as you can and all the internet resources, you know what's going to happen right. every week, and yet you're still surprised sometimes. Right, absolutely. Well, that's, that's what wrestling has. Exactly, that's incredible. Ziggler cashing in on that Monday night, moment. even though we were all expecting Sword it at WrestleMania right. and bummed it didn't happen, when it happened, I jumped out of my chair. Yep. Literally, like, that was the... Most excited crowd. Yes. That was the already the awesome crowd of I mean, that was our crowd. But, yeah. uh, you know, he damaged that was you know, so genuine. He damaged his throat yelling. Did he really? It was so well it was that's just so awesome. like, yeah. I was like crying and like, <laughs> it cheering. It was beautiful. Like, and that's why wrestling can be great because I mean that holdout for that to yes, happen it's that was moment. almost a uh, I mean forever, almost a year. Almost a year. you talk about you talk about storytelling. And I think about storytelling a lot because it's my whole job. But what's interesting about wrestling and that people who just watch one episode don't get is that wrestling, when it suddenly gets good, when there is a storyline payoff you don't expect, when something out of the ordinary happens, when there is a surprise, when there's a match outcome you don't expect, when someone turns heel, when someone turns face, when there's a great promo. Like punks, your arms a little too short to box with God, or like program. Rock's classic, like the 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 uh, SmackDown Avenue, and like yeah, uh, yeah. And when do you like pie to that old lady? Well, I'm ta- I'm talking about like, or, like no, my favorite. Excuse me, real quick, my favorite promo of all time still, and I have a friend who I used to watch wrestling with back in the day, and I don't talk to him too often, but whenever we do, we bring it up. Was Rock talking to God as Billy Gunn? Do you oh, remember that? Please, Billy, please, God, I'm He's like, just little Billy. Listen, Bobby, but but that. my name's Billy. It doesn't. That was the first. It doesn't matter. Was that the first? It doesn't yeah. matter. Wow. I didn't realize that it doesn't matter was always paraphrasing God. That kind of makes Crazy. it way better. Yeah, I had no idea. I love God, and God spoke to the Rock. And said it didn't. Ma- yeah, <laughs> nothing else matters except wow. you, Rock. No, but what what I was sort of getting at is that is that when it's great. It's better than The Sopranos. It's better than Breaking Bad. It's better than any other TV show. Because you've been waiting, and so you're suddenly and you're suddenly so involved. And yes. not only are you involved with the characters, but you're involved with the real people behind them. Yes. When mm-hmm. when something you can separate co- that as you're watching it exactly, too. Yeah. you you realize that's a real person. When I'm watching Luther, when I'm watching Luther and Luther collars a bad guy, I'm not like, way to go, Idris Elba. Exactly. <laughs> but when, when you know what I mean. But when Kane wins a cool match, it's like, I'm come like, on, Glenn, you did it. You yes, finally did yes, it. Yes, exactly. You're yeah. Super psyched for and both things. Happening. You know what I would describe it as? It's the same sort of dope dopamine brain reward as when a actor who you love and has been around forever wins, wins an Academy yes. Award. Yeah. When you ever, someone wins the title. Have you ever cried when an actor won an Oscar? Because I've teared up a I few times. When Foley first losers. won, that was like, I remember that being the most amazing fucking beautiful. thing ever. Yeah. I cried when Miz won. Did you really? Uh, My favorite promo of all time, and it's embarrassing that I'm saying this because I'm sure people be like, that's your favorite promo. Probably my favorite promo of all time is a Miz promo. If it isn't, if it isn't, the segment where Jericho became serious Jericho, because that made so much sense. I'll tell you about that sometime. The biggest storyline in wrestling. You did history. tell me about that. But but the biggest storyline in wrestling history, starting with the retirement of Ric Flair, creating the villain series Jericho, but he, creating Bad Batista, all sorts of stuff, ends finally in the is final not, match with the Undertaker. Wait, is the biggest storyline not Kurt Angle driving the milk truck? No, that was that was uh, the most sexually arousing moment. <laughs> okay, for you maybe. Uh, ever on Max a, uh, is a lacto. What, what would the uh, someone sexual? Lactosexual. I like it. Wow. I like um, I like bovines. But no, no, no. Is is my favorite promo of no all time? H-G-H my favorite this. promo of all time is probably the Mrs. one where he starts talking about being backstage 
he starts out talking backstage and he says, hey, I was on the real world. You all thought I was a fucking joke. Now I am a champion. Do you think I'm a fucking joke now? Will you think I'm a joke when I'm world champion? Because I will be world champion. And him slowly making his way out to the ring and making what should be the ultimate underdog root for this guy promo into one of the douchiest exercises in self-congratulation <laughs> ever. And it's that, you know, people shit on The Miz all the time. And he's a great character. I wish mm-hmm. they did more. What about what about him. our buddy uh, Nick Dick Ziggler, man? Like he 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 did the same thing. Instead of turning it into a celebratory moment, it was I deserve this because I'm better than anyone else that ever I am existed. That damn good. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but no, mm-hmm. but that's always been that's his thing when they let him talk. Yeah, is, is I'm the one like who fine. you should have noticed by now. Right. And it's funny because I think he sort of really feels like that. We'll ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> the show, but, I love it. I love him because when I came in, I was like, oh, he's the current badass Billy Guns, I guess. And then it was like, oh, no, he's like a poised to be champion. Yeah, like, no, yeah. he's incredible. He was poised to be champion. He's fought Kofi. So many times. It was so funny. Maybe a hundred times. Matt Cohen, <laughs> Matt Cohen did the funniest thing ever the other night. Uh, it was Dolph like was fighting Kofi. Yeah. Dolph was fighting Kofi. And and he and, and he went, oh, Dolph versus Kofi. This will be a good match. It's like they fought each other for two years straight, Matt. <laughs> they really like, have. They really have. And it's like. And, I like the under. I, I, I'm drawn so to underdogs. In my mind, Kofi is an underdog. Speaking of, how lost belt. is that title? He might as well just hand it to Dean Ambrose. Kofi is the guy they give the United States of the Intercontinental title so a cool new bad guy can win it. And so he's been champion a billion times. You see, so you don't remember. You probably don't remember this either because you weren't around for Voldemort. Kofi opened up on Legacy. Do you know Kofi's story? And became story? like a made event guy for five seconds. Do you, Alicia, do you know Kofi's story about how he got into uh, wrestling? No, Kofi was like working at a call center for like Staples or like Best Buy or some giant like company was like working at their corporate really? offices in, in like a cubicle. And, like, saw that WWE was coming into town and, like, took a couple classes and, like, impressed was the hell out super, of Was he a super, super jacked guy working or at Or was cubicle? he just, like, gymnast, athletic? J- athletic, yeah. I think. Because yeah. he's not super jacked now. Compared well, to me and guy, you, he is. I mean, he's got some muscles. I'm sure there was a... Kofi is a beautiful man. His butt looks like two basketballs. <laughs> there was an amount of training involved. But Kofi, like, didn't go through... I don't think he went through, like, the small circuits. I think, like, he basically got his tryout and they were like, you're good for TV soon. Okay, well, I'm... I can't confirm that. I think he went to that. Killer Kowalski school, like in Boston, Did he? too. Maybe for so. a minute then. Okay, I'm but gonna, I, I'm not going to source that. I know his... Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for someone else for sourcing. If I'm wrong, you can complain about it, which will happen <laughs> a lot, uh, incidentally enough. Um, so you you said earlier you've been to a live event. Max, what's your live show experience like? I've been to lots. I've never been to one where anything really cool happened. No, wait up. I went to last year's WrestleMania in Miami, and Ooh. it was like a spiritual experience. Absolutely. I can't even, I mean, even watching this year, I'm just like, I'm oh, coming home, I'm it coming so home. good. Just By the way, that many people like-minded in one place. No, 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 that, just... was the, that was the birth of Yes, mm. was him losing in right. 18 seconds. Right, it was, it was. And then all I night, remember. I was in WWE film Skybox, and I just wanted to be down on the floor with everybody going, yes, yes, because then we were leaving, and as we were leaving the arena, in the parking lot, just Still yesing, Still yesing, going. and it was just anarchy. It was the original Fandangoing. It was yep. like, yeah. it was that, it, and you know, it was that feeling of just total passion, anger, everyone united in fury uh, at Seamus. I had, I, 
I, the second live wrestling thing I ever went to, actually, I forgot about, was a but our buddy. I don't know if you know him, actually, Jeff Katz. Um, I do know so Jeff. Jeff Katz. started a uh, wrestling revolution project, and I went to a live taping at the Henson lot. Yeah, it, in that studio, and it was like Colt Cabana was the only person I knew by name. MVP was there. MVP, you're right. Um, and the cool thing about that is that I did not experience at my WWE uh, live event was fan chants, like mean ones. That yeah. came up that are like funny, mean, smaller shows. shows the crowds are insane, incredible. Oh my and god! And the chant, the things that get chanted, and and things, just simple things like "you fucked up" and calling yeah, people out was, on things. I, and, I liked, and uh, it's it's amazing. I went to a for wrestling gorilla show where they started chanting. Uh, he fell da- or you fell down because mm-hmm. the guy fell down. PWG, and then later someone fell beautiful. down, and everybody started chanting, "He fell down." <laughs> and then finally, there was a double chant for "You both fell down." It's just uh, like if that, you want to see, there was one recently at PWG where it was like, "You should go to the hospital." Like, you should go to the hospital. And it, oh, and he went to the hospital. Dude, like, me, there was one character whose gimmick was that he was like a slick Hollywood agent, and it like wrestling fans were so smart. They started like an ICM. What do you mean wrestling fans are so smart. At, in that studio, there were like twenty people. There was like they, they were all sitting at tables drinking wine. Those were the extras. <laughs> those around the ring, like the actual fans, Absolutely. were, were hardcore smart, wrestling yeah. fans. No, no, but this was oh, in like a, a studio. This event. was a really okay. strange. It was shot I, for like happened? a TV show. I, I don't he know. He still got the footage. I think some of it's aired. I'm not sure to tell you the truth. We should have him on the show and find out. It was it was such a bizarre experience to go into because I've been on fucking sound stages all my life, but to go into a sound stage and there's a wrestling thing there, bizarre. and there were like people sitting. Drinking wine. There were tables set up for like background extras, and then they had people around the ring who were like the fans. The extras were brought in, I think, just as like day player, like background right. people. That's so bizarre. Um, mm-hmm. but the fans were so like there was this character who was like a Hollywood agent, and everyone started chanting like ICM, and that gave way to CAA. It was just really weird. Like only in Hollywood. Yes, that it was just very insider. It was just very <laughs> strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So w- you WME to- would be really hard to chant. <laughs> WME. Clap, clap, dub. Clap. It, W's always just become dubs. Dub. Yeah, dub so M-E. shorten it down to one syllable. What was, you got to go to WrestleMania, and it was an outdoor WrestleMania too, right? Amazing. What's that like? Because it oh, looks crazy. It was also just a great WrestleMania, Undertaker versus Triple H in the cage. I mean, it was just a... I that mean, big show Floyd Mayweather? No. No, no, no. That That's was like, like seven th- years ago. Was that seven years ago? It's like six years ago. Yeah, no, no, no. It, I've always heard that... Um, the celebrity match was that girl. Oh, Mi- Maria Menudos. Mar- Maria Menudos. Oh, yeah. So I knew great. there was a celebrity yeah. match. Talk That's about a real was. wrestling fan. Did you hear, hear her amazing Bob Backlund mm-hmm. speech? Oh, yeah. She's real as hell. Um, no, I've always heard from like um wrestler point of view that uh, wrestling outdoors is a completely different experience because everything is deadened and you don't get that exact crowd reaction and everything. Is, the noise is something that's huge for you yeah. as you're wrestling. And to be outdoors and to have it just dispersed like that. Well, obviously, if you're a WrestleMania, it's a different level. But Totally, but uh, especially this last WrestleMania, like it was not warm out. And like, I don't no, know if I anyone heard, yeah, anyone who's ever played sports in the cold, like it hurts a lot more to get good. hit when it's you're not cold. A good scene. No. Yeah, and it was like forty five degrees. Uh, it was not it was not warm windy, out. Windy I heard too. It was really Yeah, dude, they were in the middle of New Jersey in like the right? winter, basically. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have been the winter. It was April. Um but... we gotta get down to New Orleans next year, man. Oh, that's gonna be a party. That's just a great town anyway. 
Um, it's going to be madness. It's going to be fun. I like that. And and you know they're gonna, we're going to be hearing about it every day until then. Because let's oh, yeah. put it this way. Animal Planet now uses that I'm Coming Home song as a promo for like Deadliest Catch or something. <laughs> yeah, but I'm Coming Home has been around forever. That was just a big song. I didn't know it. Right. Every time I hear it, I think of the well, WrestleMania commercial. Well, last year was Flo Rida, right? Yeah. And, now every time I hear that he song. performed it. It was great. WrestleMania. And I, like, I normally hate. Oh, oh that that's right. Diddy did it this year. That was terrible. Diddy did it. No, no. Uh, it's Diddy did it. No, Diddy did do it. No, I. That was I, weird. I always hate that. That was so weird. weird. Before music, because it's like, why are we doing this? Why am I here? Am I Though, yeah. uh, who did the DX theme song back in the day? Run DMC, the best theme of all time. The live one when Test. It was like Test's debut. Do you remember what I'm Test talking was about? Never in DX. No. no. Test debuted on a night where a band was playing live for DX. He was like the roadie of that band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Test was a roadie. Test started as a roadie. That was his gimmick. No, no, no. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but I know that Run DMC did the full one. I don't know. The, the themes used to be way better. Uh, the one Billy Gunn. I will Gunn, give you that, yes. Do you know, do you know the, the one Billy Gunn's theme? Which one? I got it all. It sounds like Huey Lewis in the news. It's fucking incredible. The Method Man rock intro? Terrible. I love that. Oh, God. Oh, I love that. Where you hear the oh. footsteps coming up. I, oh. I, I like... Finally, I, the rock has come back. Laying I down love the, smack. the flying over Los Angeles at night Jericho intro. Yes. <laughs> and like and like a girl stands up. And like that, that one shot has stayed with me my whole life. It's like... In, emblazed in my head in Jericho's entrance video when the girl does the butt push stand up in the middle of a club uh, for some reason that like has stayed with me break the walls down and there's this girl people, and Jericho is like I was people always... talk about uh, memorable moments like everyone where were you when JFK got shot where were you you know god forbid I wasn't born something yet, awful actually. happened exactly yeah, where were you on the millennium I was in my friend Adam Brand's basement watching Jericho debut the Y2J that's how I spent my year 2000 New Year's was watching the Y2J debut and I knew what it was going to be because all I did was read all the websites and yet like that's all I cared about. I, I Everyone knew for months it was Jericho. I hadn't I was about to start watching wrestling. I hadn't yet, but I remember Oh, it was great. I remember that fucking I, weird haircut I it like came a out like corgi. It was 2000. It was 2000. WWF, I'm positive the Y2J debut was New Year's 2000. Well, he was around in so many other things. He, he was, was in WCW hand. right yeah, before. WCW. It just felt like. <laughs> I, it's, well, it's weird because I I don't remember. I think I started watching like right in 2000. Anyway, so no, no. The when year 2000 millennium was the first time I drank white wine. <laughs> I was like 14. And I drank a shitload of white wine and I got drunk and my parents didn't know and they were driving me home from wherever we were. I don't remember where we were. Some party in Beverly Hills. And they were driving me home, and I was drunk, and I had, like, a lot of behavioral problems. Like, my whole childhood Weird. I did. And so they were, like, talking to me in the back seat, going, like, Max, you seem so calm and well-behaved. And I was like, yeah, you know how it is. I kept saying, you know how it is. To my parents, well wasted on white wine. My friend's dad cut the power on the house at midnight just to be an asshole. Did he really? Just to make, think, just to make it think it happened. Oh, that's awesome. And it was beautiful, and I don't hate him for it, but we totally, for about <sighs> a minute, we're like, <gasps> no, that's amazing. It's, it's real. Yeah. It totally um, worked. X-Pac and Kane, I don't think they had a name, but their intro was great because it was the Xbox beginning, Xbox begin. no, it was Kane would come out and be the the dun, uh, all break it down, and the fireworks would go off. All mixed yeah. team Openers, all mashups. What is it? Uh, what what was the Jericho Big Show one? 
break the show down jericho jericho they had a great do you remember when jericho was serious jericho were you watching yeah that? a little when bit he was wearing the Just suits a little bit yeah that was like that's my favorite heel of all time. i was in and out i guess during Just that because i definitely cynical, remember pseudo-intellectual just sort of pontificating endlessly using words he doesn't understand using using words wrong yeah is my favorite it felt like he was like subscribed to like a word a day but on purpose. <laughs> arguably one of the best Mike men in wrestling history right Jericho of course Pro, in terms no, no, of no, no, no. no one else but him could have pulled off that character I like rock I think rock is rock can only rock can only be the rock ultra confident like that it just I like people in. who can play multiple characters see Randy Orton when he was a snake frightening villain and talked like this now, on the mic. And now he just doesn't talk. No, no, and now he, he does, says, he sounds like Phil Anselmo from Pantera. I'm like, Randy <laughs> Orton and I am very dangerous and I'm unpredictable and I'm going to endlessly feud with mid Carters until, because I'm on my third strike. So I, I will never be champion. I like that I'm, Randy Orton has the same lisp as that little kid, little as that voice. little kid who was uh, sitting ringside at your friend's show. <laughs> oh, I only have like five different impressions. I've heard them. Anyone Co who's Cohen not from is, America I, sounds I do, like Karen I do, Gillan. I do Matt Cohen. It doesn't sound anything like Matt Cohen. No, not at <laughs> it all. Sounds, it, not sounds like, it sounds like the old alien woman from Monsters, Inc. That was so not even close. Yeah, I know Matt Cohen. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds exactly I also, like I also do Matt Bennett like this. I, do, I like I yeah. can't do impressions of anyone. My impressions of the people are like how they'd sound if they were on Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> My impressions of people are terrible. Oh man! So I mean, outside of Raw, are you you go to a lot of like independent stuff, don't you, Alicia? I, I have been recently. Yeah. What's um, that been like? It's been incredible. I am a huge PWG fan, pro wrestling gorilla. Yeah. Um, How would you describe their tone? How would you describe the tone? tone of the three major independents, ROH, pro wrestling gorilla, and Chikara? How well, immediately you would say more aggressive and violent yeah. uh, across the board for all of them. Um, what, Chikara? Even Chikara? Yeah. So a little bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Um, but, I mean, Ring of Honor and PWG, I feel like it's East Coast, West Coast. Like, as far they're so similar and, and different at the same time, really. But... Um, I, I haven't been to a Ring of Honor show. I've seen Ring of Honor, obviously, but, um, PWG is, is such a crowd thing too. It's so important, like to really be there and vibe it out too. Um, doesn't suck to watch it at all, but if you're there to, to witness it, it changes everything. I've brought people that have barely even seen an episode of anything ever wrestling to these shows. And they're like, what just happened to me? And why do I like wrestling? Like well, th then you're just in it. You're in like, it. You're, you're done. I you're brought, signed on. I did a, I took my friend who could never watch wrestling ever uh, and put her on some drugs and took her to a WWE event. <laughs> and she had the time of her life. She was weeping with happiness. Of course, it's she cute. didn't know she was at a wrestling match. <laughs> she, she couldn't believe that I'd... I put her on the drugs before I brought her there. So she couldn't believe that I'd done that. Because she, this is a very smart, sort of music-centric, post-hipster, intellectual writer girl. And I took her to this event, and she was like... Just she she was weeping and pointing at Brodus Clay. I love seeing people just their jaw literally See, open. What, just like, what happens without drugs? Is what is happening? this? What is the what vibe? Is it's not always life. a positive reaction though, because like we should have my dad on one time. He brought me to that SmackDown. He did not have a good time. No, no, it's really? different than an indie. Um, no, people it's, it's, were it's like true. fighting in the crowd. Like fans were getting into fights and like beers were getting thrown. And my Jesus. dad, my dad was like real wow. uncomfortable. It's it's. I tell you, what, I'll never forget. Where was this? What town? Uh, Nassau Coliseum, wow, Long Island. Okay. This Weird. guy behind me, uh, 
this guy was like scree- these two guys were screaming at each other and one guy insulted the guy's wife and the guy gets up and he turns to my dad and he goes you got my back right and my dad went Whoa. sure and the guy got up on the top of the folding chair and dove into the crowd and started fighting with the guy oh it was God. better than what was going on in the ring I want to believe your dad just suddenly like picked up a chair and no he didn't do anything him. he said yeah I got your back and then walked as far away as humanly <laughs> possible my dad wasn't going to fight anyone I'll tell you what the difference between going to a big show and a small show is the difference between going to a really intense punk concert and then going to the circus a big show <laughs> a big show is like going to more the, elephants to- totally different experiences you go to a stadium show wwe i feel like you're you're kind of on your best behavior for the most part i mean everybody's Ish. yelling and everything everybody's but... yelling but it's a calm like you're sitting around right and you're in an breaks. indie show everybody's drinking beer out of pitchers and and uh, indie things shows, are getting spilled and I, there's people falling in your lap there's no barricades i was just holding just a bottle of chaos. jack daniels at one of the indie shows i went to and exactly. just like screaming and that's fine i got hit and with a, i got hit with a kendo stick a guy was flailing in Florida at a, at a Davy little show at Fort Lauderdale. I got nailed. A guy was flailing with a kendo stick and he nailed me. And then he went, he went, I'm not sorry. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. Oy. He was the heel. People and when he hit me, everyone booed. And... and then when he yelled, I'm not sorry, everyone, everyone cheered. Everyone booed and then yelled, be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I yelled, now I'm crying. And I tried to get a now I'm crying chant started, but it didn't work. We should ask fans to send in a different chant every week for us. To, to suggest? Just for us to chant for the next episode. Yeah. Just so we can get some good chants going. Because that's, that's such us a. Just chanting alone in a condo. Yeah, just, yeah in the condo. We don't do apartments. We're high class. Yeah. We're high Con- class. Condos Stadium only. shows only. I got to go winky. You got to go winky? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is winky could be a euphemism for anything. That's code for so oh, yeah. many things. I got to go jerk off or poop or. Fart. It could be anything. Yeah, but those are all different lengths of time. You would th- hope and assume. No, no, all of those for me take <laughs> exactly the same amount of time. <laughs> what I have fine-tuned the instrument of my body <laughs> oh, so wow. that sex, meals, farting, anything my sneezing, anything my body does takes exactly the same amount of time. Forty-one seconds, which means wow. I do very long sneezes. Ladies, and very short he's time. single. I am wow. single right now. Whoa, you're back! You're back. Yeah, I just did my winky. <laughs> He was right, 41 seconds. He yeah. did it in my bedroom, so I don't know. I walked. I didn't do, do it in your bedroom. I walked out of your line of sight, did a winky real quick. Just out of the line of sight. I have no idea what a winky is, and I kind of almost don't want to know at this no. point. No, no, a winky so. is, have you ever read any Lovecraft? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's an a, old one. A winky, I go, I, go to a, I go to a place uh, that can't be described and do something unspeakable. Okay. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, and we'll, we'll leave it at that. Hopefully, revisit that on future episodes. <laughs> Maybe we'll do an episode from a winky. From a winky. I know oh. it, it sounds. It sounds like a finny to me. Like no, a weird, it sounds like a finny. We're into Stephen King. It's like a dimensional rift. Like Max walks no, no, into no, a it's pocket something my body universe. That takes me forty-one seconds and can't be That's described by human language. Good stuff. All you need to know. Yeah. Good stuff. It's Alicia knows. Um, <laughs> she saw me do it once. Oh, she <laughs> has Whoa. that scar. Whoa. Uh, That's why she has that big scar down the middle of her face. I guess the other uh, giant scar. Yeah, you didn't even know you had it. (laughs) I guess the other natural thing to talk about when anyone talks about wrestling is is actually wrestling. Now, have you ever, Max, done any kind of wrestling before? I've been in a huge amount of fights. Okay, (laughs) for a guy for a guy with my interests and my disposition, I've been in uh, a disproportionate amount of real life fighting. Well, stop picking on people who call themselves nerds and they won't beat the shit out of you. The, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't p- People who call themselves nerds are picking on themselves. But no, I... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I tried, guys. I tried. Yeah, no. Uh, 
It's like it's like self-identifying as a hipster. But no, so enough of you that. You called your friend a hipster 10 minutes ago. Post. Post hipster. Post hipster. Okay, never mind. Post-hipster. Can they be post nerds? Does that make it okay? <laughs> I don't think they I don't think they need to be. I think <laughs> I think people should just be proud of their interests. People and, be people. And we don't um, need to be ironic. Ever. What what wrestling have you done? I so you've been in fights. That's about I've been as close. in fights. I've been hit with a number of objects. I was also once in a fake fight. Okay. Which counts as wrestling. I used to do like to wrestling moves with my friends like I'm sure every kid oh, I've did. Done like that. That's whatever. what I mean. Yeah. I had a girlfriend we'd throw moves on each other, led to a five foot one chick putting me in the Crippler Crossface. The Crippler Crossface is not a fucking joke. That's no. the most pain I've ever been the, in. The last time me. I attempted to move on someone, I was a camp counselor for like ten year old boys. It's a bad camp counselor. I yeah. pump, I pump or the best camp I pump, counselor. Ever. I pump handle slammed a kid and he just immediately started crying the second he hit the ground and I was like, oh, uh, oh. Well, <laughs> you pump handle so that's taking a bump onto your back. Oh. I, I liked pump handles. Ground? Those were like my, it's my favorite Not move. Not even a mattress? No, it was a mat. It was in okay. like a wrestling, right. it was in like the wrestling portion of the camp, but for Greco a wrestling. Pu- a pump handle okay, drop? It's a like different kind of mat. Abdominal stretch or a pump handle slam? Pump handle slam. Like I go over the shoulder, lift sideways, and then just drop. So they're they're perpendicular to you? Yes. So that's called a pump handle drop. Okay. Pump handle slam is when you pick them up via the pump handle and put them over your shoulder. Oh, no. Sort of that slam I would have gotten slam. fired for. By the way, the lexicon of moves that I know. You do know a lot of it's like embarrassing. every when we were watching raw like someone kicked someone and i was he i was like there's no way he's gonna know the word for it it'll be like that was an excellent kick he knows like 30 <laughs> different kinds of kicks i know 30 different kinds of kicks i know i know every single transition and move That's and it's excellent. and That's do you want to know why that is wwe video games character design right that yeah. makes sense you actually. see all the moves and like you lock them into your head because your vi- you, video game trains you yeah the video game trains you to be the, a just better like play-by-play play man than michael cole yeah i never did driver's ed i just played gta be better play just by play by play GTA. yeah I thought we had a cruising and cruising world cruising wow. world which was wow. the sequel. really fast in a straight line wow. and only make That's very how you slow learn how gradiated stick, turns like, yeah absolutely super super manual now let's get real obscure for you folks who remembers that cruising us say in the arcades had a thing in the beginning load up screen that said coming soon to the ultra 64 which was the original title of nintendo 64 wow. they were right to change it they were right to change it um yeah. have you ever done any wrestling i have i've done a little bit of training uh like actual a, training well uh yeah there was a lot of drills and everything because it was the beginning of this uh training session i was going to go through i had to put a kibosh on it temporarily and then um, uh, we'll be resuming here again later this summer. So you, um, you're ac- you're actually trying to be a wrestler? Yeah, I'm gonna do I, it. I have friends, and I think we're gonna we're gonna uh, Jensen Carp, who um, was does a show for Smod, and a friend of mine who owns Gary 1988, used to write for WWE, oh, and he's already said he wanted to come on the show and chat about it. He, basically, like they hire comedy writers. Mm-hmm. Like there is a world where like I would potentially be able to pitch something to them. I couldn't do the road. No, thing. you're wrong. I couldn't do the road. No, but you're thing. also wrong. Why? Uh, because. They, I'm actually maybe you're right because maybe I'm. Too you can put long. together a packet for them. I, I know for a fact. No, no, they probably I, have a little bit of everything. No, no, so I've tried. I've tried to around. go to them and say like, "Hey, I'm Max Landis. I'm a pretty cool writer right now." I'm playing. And they go like, 
bitch please they hire like tv comedy writers, comedy writers like, exclusively up all, people on up all night right. yeah 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 like, totally like sitcom writers keep and it shit. short brief like get to the point like and you have to travel yeah. they want them. that's the issue oh, yeah, that's you, the, the you, can, you don't have to travel them but you do have to move to stanford guys that don't wrestle guys and girls that aren't even actively wrestling are still traveling they're the still there every, on a bus they're, not, they're yoshi, still there flying home once a week yoshi tatsu was that. in tulsa this week exactly yoshi oh, tatsu when is the last time you saw him on tv thank you he's still i love yoshi Yoshi Tatsu. He's there backstage. You know what? Catering, Here's the last time I saw him. Well, that's what Ryder always tweets about is Ryder versus catering. Tonight. The Fink, the <laughs> Fink was it. doing interviews before WrestleMania on like WWE.com and he interviewed Yoshi and it, Yoshi didn't really talk to him but Me. just held his doll a lot and kept saying like, this is little Yoshi-san. So how much English he really speaks. Not a lot. Much. And then Layla came in and then Yoshi wasn't talking anyway because Layla took up all the talking for the universe. But she has a British accent. She, she does. Should talk. Where is Layla? <laughs> England. Uh, she just did a USO thing with them. So she's still like a diva. I think they send her out to a lot of charity stuff. She's she not had on a moment, TV. You, you weren't watching yet, Matt, and maybe Alicia, but when Michelle McCool. Like cool? I know Michelle McCool. Yeah, yeah, Michelle McCool, when she was the main villain, right. she was a great villain. Mm-hmm. People she shit on one. her, but she was What really was the name of the group she was Lay in? Cool. Lay Cool, yeah. Was it Lay Cool? Yeah, it yeah. was just, it was bitchy girls from high school on a power trip, and, and such fun characters. You know what I'm saying? Funny, in that same interview, I heard, you know what, it was right around WrestleMania, and it was someone interviewing... Uh, I think it was Fink interviewing Stratus and Stratus mentioning how the women's division is kind of not weak, but there needs to be a bigger emphasis on it. And then Absolutely. all of a sudden in the last month, you've got like the Bella Twins and the Funkadactyls and like Bella's coming back. There are women. There the are women on every role. They were awesome. already incredible wrestlers in, in uh, training and F, or F, F, NXT. <laughs> yeah, NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And um they they were already around. Well, is it one they of those, already had those, those girls, skills. The girl they were who, just being used as dancers. Well, that's what always happens. Summer always. Rae is a fucking dancer right, right. now. Right. No, but, no, but, but how quickly will that change? Because I can't wait now, for Paige she, now to that come she's up. getting evil. Yeah. Me too, Paige dude. I just discovered Paige last week. The anti diva. Yes. I'm a Paige fan. Yeah. She's she's like my amazing. favorite diva ever. Yeah. She's a little girl too. She's a little one. Oh, that made it sound creepy that I like well. her. <laughs> no, but I yeah, mean like she's like you were admonishing him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she's no, a little like girl, Matt. AJ, I think you're gonna that'll be that'll work. I just love the way AJ bumps. I like I'm gonna talk she's about I guess I talked about this already in the uh, raw. We did, yeah. But I just the way she Max eats, likes AJ. <laughs> the way she eats shit off of everything. You don't she's expect her to either. In the good way. If if someone who doesn't watch wrestling turned it on, they were like, A, that girl's not going to wrestle. B, she's not going to take the bump she does. And I love with female wrestling where their hair is always down. Like, what girl, A, is ever going to go to a fight with her hair not tied back? But it's just why skipping, the same reason why guys to, all have long hair. The it makes things dramatic. It makes things well, like, they would look, they want more action they don't and flow. Look, and, they don't want to look like killers. They want to look like warriors. True. You know, it, there's there's an epic and mythical and legendary property to pro wrestling. So much more grandiose and everything. Yeah, being able to whip, be, being able to take a it's hit. It's the reason where you know something Trump, to grab on to. It's the reason Kane has hair grafted to that mask right. he puts on because we've all seen what he looks like. He, there's no <laughs> there's hair no involved. Hair. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> there's different links. That was such a great moment too when Kane unmasked in front of RVD. And you guys weren't watching for this. But I've he, seen it. I've seen it. He unmasked yeah. YouTube, and the hair came off, and everyone in the audience went, "What?" <laughs> when the hair came off, more about the hair than the mask. Well, because it was—he just looked like a guy with a dirty face. Right. Although, although I Glenn, like the mask. Glenn Jacobs is a great-looking person. 
He's a really smart guy, too. Yeah. If you've ever heard he his interviews. Not, he's not smart. He's well-spoken. The man's a libertarian. <laughs> he's incredibly well-spoken about something. He has political views I disagree with. Okay, but... <laughs> but he is incredibly well-spoken. He seems like an intelligent guy. Maybe seem, not the best choices. Yeah, he <laughs> seems like an intelligent dude. There's a lot of guys that are getting up there in age, too, that are still active. Well, this is the problem for me right now, is that I feel like, you know, that's what WCW did that was the big mistake. Yes. Like, NWO. Hang on to him. What, it was, what Everyone was, involved although, in NWO. I will NWO. say, though, Kane has been impressing the shit out of me No, lately. he's gotten better. Well, yes. Kane's good. But there was a weird hiccup there, and it was far from bad. Take bad. Taker. Never but been bad. He was slower. But like now even, he's I agree. Awesome. Even though Versus Taker, the shield, Kane has been like I'm a, running like, all over yeah, the ring, throwing big it. It's and like he, Jesus. Get it. Forty-five year old man. <laughs> and even though Taker Punk at WrestleMania w- was a pretty fucking astounding match, Taker's pretty. Sl- it's, he's fucking close to fifty, if yeah. not fifty-five or something. Taker's no, he's not like fifty-five. I think he's like forty-seven. Yeah. Regardless, he's getting up there. It's not the same. Kane to me, if you turned on in two thousand and put it on now, oh, the Kane's dude would way look better. This, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's weird, astounding, but it's awesome. Mark Henry too. Mark yeah. Henry. Well, that's because I feel like Mark Henry. Something in him when the Hall of Pain started. I feel like he got a little smaller too. Something he in him incentivized when he started putting people because he's been in that pain. company yeah. for fifteen years. Yeah. Right. One of the definitely one of the longest, uh, like people who've been there the longest. So I would think. Yeah, I, I also I love Cena. Like you don't love him. I don't love him. I'm starting. I, I fully get and comprehend why he's there, what he needs to be there for. Are you on the same everything. page as me? I'm totally on he's board. The with good that. guy. He's a hero. I, I'm fully on board with I that. But he's just it. not my dude. He's not my thing. Yeah, he's not my dude. He's goofy and his jokes are a little love too him. cheesy. I hate for what? No, no, no. I hate cheesy Cena. Everyone hates Cheesy Cena. Right. No one, except for children. A little heel turn. What, is it? what did he write on JBL's? No, that was funny. But what did he write on? <laughs> what did he write on JBL's car? He he spray painted like JBL is poopy on his car and oh then dropped my. poopy on him. No, no, Cena used to be way worse. There was an era that I'm sure our listeners remember that I never like, want to live. That you guys are so lucky. That's a world from I never want to be in. 2007 to like 2008. Before or oh, I've heard legends. Before. That's when nobody. <laughs> that, that was when Cena changed. 2006 to 2008, yeah. right before Orton became the Dude. nemesis. Right. Yeah, yeah. To Cena. Right. The nemesis, the scary, crazy. There was an era where Cena just didn't lose, and he'd be in handicap matches and win. Mm-hmm. There, they would always talk about him overcoming the odds, but statistically, if you are in a handicap match with John Cena, the odds are against you. He has won more handicap matches than he has oh, lost. That's insane. I mean, he just he just almost fucking beat the Shield on Monday. It's like he's Superman. Mm-hmm. We'll he's find the... out. We'll find out what he can do on Sunday. If Superman can beat Doomsday, I guess he's not. Ryback isn't Doomsday, but Ryback... they're billing him. As right? Doomsday. No, they're not billing him as Doomsday. That's the fucking problem with this feud is that they've changed Ryback into another fucking cowardly he's heel. An, another character again another heel when he should have just been feed me more i want to kill john cena and just attacking john cena the moment ryback wouldn't fight john cena they're trying to bill him as like a beast with a brain but all they're doing ryback dude when he yelled my life my rules on raw i legit thought he was coming out of the closet (laughs) well i was like i was like congratulations ryback that little (laughs) tiny cowboy hat i should have known skip sheffield (laughs) yep 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 what it do i just apparently he eats constantly (laughs) That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the moral of that's that it. story. <laughs> no, that's Ryback eats a lot. Random, <laughs> random Ryback See, facts. Folks, that's, that's Ryback what, facts. That's what you get when you turn into every Careful angle. Though, you, 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 you get a report about what's going on. You get cool guests. You get uh, insight. And then you get facts like Ryback eats a lot. We're not allowed to talk about it, so Matt might cut this out. But whenever I think of Ryback now, 
Uh, Ryback has is been like the most psychedelic wrestler for me because for the longest time I pretended whenever he'd come out and beat up jobbers that he was on mushrooms. I'll leave it in because he was, it. he just like looked. I around. accept it. He looked confused and it's angry. True. He does, and he and he, he, he talks like, to no one and he talks gnashes to no his, one. He gnashes his teeth and moves his jaw a lot. Yeah, 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 and he's like yeah. breathing hard, and his eyes are all puffed up. I always pretend he was just stoned out of his. He's mind. always he always looks way too intense for any given situation. And a human even when should he's be talking, in. he can't even and just. It. Talk. No, he, I am. <laughs> and the you're like, dude, fucking but chill. But for such a big, scary guy, he's got a strange voice. He I does. like it. He does. He has a weird voice. It's well, kind of mellow. He could be a like, much weirder character than he is, and they don't let it go all the way there. Like, I wish he had just stayed the ultimate destroyer. And and the thing was is that the shield sort of nerfed him. The shield beat the shit out of him, except for beating the shit out of him made the shield what they are. Because the shield come in and they kick your and ass. What they are is they according, and right. what they are, according to Michael Cole, is three of the greatest wrestling legends in the history. Of no, the- that was JBL said they were like three of the greatest superstars of all time. I'm like, I'm not sure that that's, I feel like that's wow. hyperbole. Give it another month, JBL, and we'll find <laughs> Give out. Give it another month. <laughs> the way that they, that's what people have been saying about the now. shield forever. I you do. Love them? I, I, I love them too. I, I do. I really I love like them. I love competent. Dean Ambrose. I love Seth Rollins. And I'm not sure. Oh, I love Roland Reigns. Roman, Roman. I don't hate him. I Roman. don't hate him, but Roman. I haven't seen shit. enough. Interesting I, fact I feel like for you, I haven't seen enough, Roman but Reigns I don't hate him at is, all. Roman uh, is one of the Samoans. He's Rock's cousin and, like, Sifa's right. kid. And yeah, he, yeah. I, wouldn't he was, like, a football player or something? Yeah. yeah. Was just, like, I, I just, yeah. I just love them. I think I think they're a great team, and mm-hmm. I love that they're presented not as cowards. And this they're Sunday, they might all be walking away this with Sunday, belts. This Sunday, they will all be walking away with belts. And you know what? We'll find out for sure next time. On every angle. Alicia, thank you for being here on our uh, inaugural kickoff. Thank you, guys. Thank this you, Alicia. This, this was fun. Was fun Matt. Matt, you're right. I told you. This was fun. Podcast is fun, man. You know what's fun? Mark. Arf. Bark. Do it. He won't, he's, <laughs> he's camera shy. The one time. The you can't one. scare my dog into barking. Laugh. Laugh. Do something. <laughs> there you go. Now it's official. Now it's official. And hopefully this show's official, and we hope to uh, have you guys tune in every week for a little wrestling talk. Uh, again, I'm Matt Cohen. I'm I'm Max Landis is what everyone tells me. And this has been every angle. Get some.